You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Oh, light that fire, baby. Turn it, it on. I want it now. Oh, oh, it's hot. Dude, it's like the first day we've needed it. For I, real. Actually, Tom, you know what's funny is yesterday was the first day where I felt like, oh, it, it is September. It's kind of weird. It that, is fall. It, it's kind of weird that yesterday was the first day of fall, 9.30 p.m. on Thursday night. Oh, really? And yeah, it was I the know. autumn equinox. That's kind of crazy. And just, I was the, saying, yes, the weather right? just switched. Yes, it, was just it did. Like, yep, it's fall now. I'm wearing a sweatshirt right now. It feels great. As the fireplace is roaring. It's a roaring right now. It feels. Gr- this is exactly why we do this segment, because football was made to be played in the cold, it not not necessarily in the snow, but in this time of year, right? That's why the USFL or the AF, the AAF, doesn't work. Football is not meant to be played in the summer. That's why preseason football always looks so funky. That's why those teams like the Rams and the Dolphins. And Don't make, it doesn't make they are, they're sense. They're fake teams. Yeah. Those teams <laughs> those are teams fake teams. They don't, don't even exist. count. Yeah, I mean, they never win a Super Bowl. Oops. <laughs> a ton of great action on the NFL schedule this Sunday. So much. Unfortunately, you always like to go into a Sunday when your team's playing on a Thursday off of a win. It just makes things that much more enjoyable, but... If you're a fan of football, you're not going to struggle to find games that are impactful or have a lot of weight to them. And let's start, as always, by looking at the rest of our brethren in the AFC North. Uh, the Browns improved to 2-1, and one, so they are hoping that the Ravens and the Bengals will fall short in this upcoming matchup that they have. The Bengals, though, go to New York to face off against an old friend, Joe Flacco and the Jets. Joe Flacco's on the AFC North Revenge Tour. As the Jets open up all four games to start their season against the AFC North, which are probably the only four games that Joe Flacco will be starting for the Jets this year. So, Very well could be. So if he, he if he starts the season four and zero though, by the time Zach Wilson especially is with able how to much come like back, he's like especially because it's not like I'm farting my way to four and zero by handing the ball off a thousand times. Like he's thrown for three hundred plus yards yes. in back to back games. I think what do you have four touchdowns in the game? Last week, something absurd like that. So Flacco's been uh, uh, really a revelation for the Jets to start the season. I think this is the game where the Bengals get right, though. I think think the Bengals, Burrow, Higgins, Chase, the offense starts to click. I wouldn't be surprised if they touch the 30s with their point total in this one. Mm. That's not that, but that doesn't mean that the Jets can't keep up, though. No, that's true. We saw that last week, but doesn't it just kind of feels 
excuse me, it just kind of feels to me that they're too good to continue to be sputtering the way that they are. We have heard about the Super Bowl hangover year in and year out whenever a team seems to have lost it the year after making it, whether winning or losing. Would you be super shocked, though, if the Bengals did lose this game? Like, if the Bengals start off the season 0-3. I think I would be shocked if they lost this game. Where do you put the panic meter for them on a scale of, like, 1-10? to 10? Seven. Like, like here we are in Pitts- seven. Here we are in Pittsburgh saying we're at a ten. In we're Pittsburgh. at a we're at a one and two, and you're playing with a first year guy, a first year on the team with a quarterback. You're playing without your defensive player of the year, and everyone's saying fire the offensive coordinator, bench the starting quarterback, put in the rookie. What what would be the reaction in Cincinnati if they lose this game to the Jets and start zero and three? Oh, it'd be catastrophic. Joe Burrow already quit Twitter and Instagram. Did, did he? Yeah, he said he's... They he's got to get right. He's got to stay focused. They asked him this week, you know, what have you... Uh, how have you been dealing with all the noise and, like, the negativity around this 0-2 start? And he just was like, well, I don't have Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram anymore, so I uh, wow. I haven't seen the noise. But I'm sure it's not good. I just, it, ha- it hasn't been good, Joe. They might not make the playoffs this year. They might experience a Super Bowl hangover but they're not going to go all the way back into the tank. They're not going to be like a foreign. No, team. no, I'm not saying that. But what happens, right? Because people are saying for the Colts, oh, you start off 0-1-1 and uh, to the Texans and Jags. You got to fire Frank Reich. At least that's what Got to fire Frank Reich. Yeah, right? And and so what what would be the instant reaction in, in Cincinnati? You got to get rid of Zach Taylor? Well, dude, I think if they miss the playoffs this year, you gotta, shoot, even if they make the playoffs and lose the first round. He's, Zach Taylor's got to go. I think he holds him back. Like Matt Williamson thinks the exact same thing. Matt Williamson says that on the drive all the time, that he thinks Zach Taylor is just a product of Joe Burrow. And, like, one of the big signs that Williamson pointed to was... Look at, look at Joe's need, rookie season. But, no, you need a good coach to counteract things like the Super Bowl hangover or, you know, the non-tangible things that you can really... You can know, get you measure. past those those hurdles, yes, those like mental hurdles. Yes, to keep hurdles. you focused. Yes. And I just don't know if Zach Taylor is that guy, and it's kind of proving right now that he's not that guy mm-hmm. when they come out. And so flat, just, yeah. And his decision to not play anybody in the preseason, really, I mean, I get You're Burrow that coming confident. off of an appendectomy, yeah. but that offensive line, only one of the players who ended up being starters played significantly in the, first, uh, in the preseason. Like, that's a... I know it's a high-priced offensive line, and it's a bunch of veterans that you brought in, but they still needed a couple of games to you know, gel a little bit together. So you don't have to go up against T.J. Watt in Week 1 and the Steelers' defense and give up seven sacks and have Burrow just be harassed and have Burrow get sacked again the next week five times against Dallas and have Burrow lead the league in sacks by a significant margin just two weeks into the season. So I think if there's any, you know, Silver lining for Bengals fans if they struggle this year, it might be that Zach Taylor gets fired and you get a real head coach in there to help maximize Joe Burrow's potential moving forward. I I agree, uh, but it comes down to this week. Do you think they're better than the Jets? Yes, but can they beat the Jets? The Jets are what one on one now. Mm-hmm. Joe Flacco is what in the top three in passing yards he so is. far this season. Yes. 
They're going to beat the Jets. I think they. They're I think they the should. But I said the same thing last week about the Cowboys without Dak Prescott. Yeah, but they're going to beat the Jets. Uh, I mean, we said the same thing about the Browns. They should beat the Jets last week, and look what happened. The they Cowboys did. have a better defense than the Jets. Yes, they have Trayvon Diggs. They have the NFL. Do you think Micah? Pa- right do you think now. Micah Parsons is going to win Defensive Player of the Year? He's out to like a just because T.J. Watt four and a half sacks now already. T.J. Watt is not there to just keep up with him week by week. I'd say he's the front runner because yeah, Garrett's sure. been quiet. Donald's been Donald. Garrett, I mean, how many times did you hear Miles nah, Garrett's name last night? Not at all. So, yeah, with Watt getting injured, I think Mike is out to the the front runner position. Aaron Donald is always going to be. He's Von be Miller, there. I would say, Von maybe is right there second. Too. The Ravens go to New England to take on the Patriots. Both teams are one and one. Patriots, of course, beat the Steelers last week at Akershore Stadium. Home opener for the Patriots up in Foxborough. The Ravens, I mean, offensively did everything right against the Dolphins, just didn't score enough points, losing 42-38. to It was one of Lamar's best games on the ground and through the air. 300-plus passing yards, three touchdowns, a 79-yard touchdown run on the ground, 119 total yards on the ground for Lamar. I kind of sense this game going heavily in the favor of the Ravens. I feel Ooh. like the Ravens are a team that if you're going to be able to beat them at their full strength or close to full strength, you got to score a lot of points. And That's exactly what the the Dolphins did last week. Yeah, and I don't think the Patriots are putting 42 points up on no, anybody this year. No, so. I, I, I don't know. It's hard because in week one, Tom, the Ravens beat the Jets, what, 24-3? to You would have figured they could have beaten them 56-3. to Correct. And the Ravens have... Always kind of had, and this goes back to even Flacco, but Harbaugh has kind of always had a, a thing with the Patriots. Like, whereas the Patriots own the Steelers a lot, the, the, Ravens, the Ravens kind of are a thorn the, in the Patriots' side. I, I don't see— with, This is a different Patriots, of with, course. But. With the Ravens' offense being being way better than the Steelers, I don't see this game really being close. Or, I don't either. I think the Ravens win by a lot. I'm not—here's the thing, though. I'm not—I don't know if I'll go that far— but I'll say this game is never really out of or, or really in contention to be won by the Patriots. The, I can see the Ravens maybe having They're always their, up their, by 10 or something like that. Yeah, and it's just never really in danger of losing, giving up that lead, something like that. But the final score could be something like 27 to, to 13 or 27 to 14. Well, you felt that way last week about up. the Ravens. That there's no That's way they true. Can lose this game. Well, that was different because they were up by three touchdowns. But again, there's not a Tyreek Hill, there's not a Jalen Waddell. And Tua might be better than Mac Jones, so I think. Oh, that, I think for sure. Tua's I think the than Dolphins just had way more firepower. The Patriots can't keep up in a, in a game with the Ravens, and their defense is good in New England. But I just, I do you see a healthy Lamar scoring any less than twenty four points every game this year? If he's healthy, no. Right, and if he has, you know, Bateman and Duvernay healthy around him, and Andrews healthy around him, and the running backs start to come back, like. This offense yeah, is going to score we, a lot of points. Do we know the the the, the timeline there on Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins? Let me see if I can see an injury report for the Ravens before this game. I, I'm not sure, but they're getting away Again, I don't really care. Yeah, this game, it won't matter if they're there or not. I see them winning this game without those guys on the field. But it's just they're going to get better once they come back, for sure. Oh, you And that's when that offense gets really scary is when Lamar Jack – Excuse me, Lamar Jackson is still running wild, and he's not even the team's leading rusher. You're gonna, I think you're gonna see Dobbins this week, oh, full really? participant in practice on Wednesday with his knee. Uh, Lamar popped up on the injury report on Wednesday, elbow, but he was full practice, so doesn't really he's worry gonna be you. fine. Yeah, 
So so that means that if if the predictions go as man, even as if we Dobbins say, wasn't going to play, they were going to run all over. Yes, the for sure. But that means if the if the if the projections go as we as we think they would, that would put the Ravens and the Browns tied for first at two and one, and Steelers and the Bengals, Bengals Steelers third, third Bengals fourth. because of the head to head win. Yep. I don't know who gets the the I guess the the. The Browns would get the tiebreaker because they just beat the Steelers, so they have the division win there. That's right. So the Browns would so it goes Browns ahead, but the Ravens play the Browns. Twice, Browns, so. Ravens, Steelers, Bengals. After if we believe those those predictions hold, if we think all other AFC North teams not named the Steelers get a win in Week Three, which, which is, is what, what we thought happened well, we was going to happen four last of week. Them were yeah, get a win last week and, and all, four, all four of them lost. So. Maybe we'll be wrong. Maybe the Ravens and the Bengals will both drop to one and two, and your Pittsburgh Steelers will stay Remains. in second place in the AFC. Oh, right, because yeah, they would the Browns they'd be, be behind. The Browns right. are in first no matter what, right. I think, at this point. The big game in the 1 o'clock window on the AFC side of things, the Bills at the Dolphins. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This might be my game of the week when we do that portion of the episode towards the end here. But I just am so excited when we get a matchup like this because this is the are you for real game for the Dolphins. For Tua and the Dolphins. Dolphins, Yeah, because... Even if they lose this game, but if they keep up and it's like thirty-eight to thirty-five, you're gonna they're say for real, for oh real. Oh man, Tua and Hill and Waddle are gonna be a problem. And the interesting thing about the Bills so far this year is two offenses that they've faced that have been able to score points the past couple of years. Haven't. The Titans, meh. They do it on the ground, and but Derrick Henry Derrick is Henry not was, the same. Derrick Henry no. this year, and Tannehill sucks. Terrible. They really need to move on from him. I, I honestly wouldn't be opposed to putting Malik Willis in already. But you didn't love what you saw in Malik Willis no, last it's week. It's too early, Monday, obviously, right? to yeah. put him in. But they're between a rock and a hard place with their quarterback. Still don't understand the decision by by Mike Vrabel to put Malik Willis in there at the end just of the game. Just to get killed by Matt Milano. Just to get killed by Matt Milano and Von Miller and company, yeah. Which, by the way, the Bills keep Matt Milano in the game. I mean, that's a little weird too. But All those players in the Josh yeah. Allen. He he sat at the end of the first quarter or at the end of the third quarter. Case Keenum took him the rest. Still, of the you don't even need to start him in the second half. How many fourth quarters do you think Allen sits out this year? Oh, we that could over that, under that three, could be a over fun. under three and a half. That could He's be, already got one. I don't. I'd have to. Can I quickly look at their schedule? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. So the did you the include, Steelers game? Do you I include mean, this week, this past week against the Titans? Yeah, that's one. So that's one. You're going over under three and a half. Yeah. All right. So the Dolphins know the Ravens know the Steelers maybe, maybe. the Chiefs know. 
The Packers, Packers no. no. The Jets, the Jets maybe. Probably. The, the Browns, Vikings, no. The Browns before Deshaun Watson, maybe. maybe. The Lions, maybe. Maybe. The Jets again. I could see them doing it against the Patriots, the too. Ba- uh, the, the Bears, probably. I'm going to go over three and a half. I'm going to go under. Out. Okay. We'll see I'm going to go under. Out. Okay. It's not going to happen this week, though. I'd be very surprised if it does. If if the Bills have a three-touchdown lead going into that fourth quarter. I maybe. would keep him in because of how explosive the Dolphins are. Well, yes, is. but so you're saying the, 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 the bar has to be like four touchdowns for him to be. Yes. For, 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 and uh, Tannehill has to be on the other sideline or someone like Right, him. someone terrible who can easily. There's no threat. No. But what I was saying with the Bills is, and then in week one with the Rams, they played one of the best offenses in football last year. They have been shutting teams yes. down defensively. It, it was it's, just Cooper Cup for the Rams. It's not just Josh Allen and no. Stephon Diggs are dancing on people's graves. No. The defense we has been just, dominating. We just said how Von Miller is probably number two in our defensive player of the year rankings right now. Which is why I think this is such a stiff test for the Dolphins. Because yes. not only are you... You've proven that you can keep up in a track meet against a team like the Ravens, where if they're scoring a lot, you can score a lot right with them. But, but this now week this different. is a team that can stop you from scoring. And if, if you can score on them, then we know how real your offense is. I think the Dolphins are for real, but I think they're going to have a little dose of reality in this game. I mm. think the Bills are just so much more further ahead in their development arc. That's, this, this that's so that's unfair, been... though, because it's like you're comparing the Dolphins to the by far the best team in the NFL. Right, but this is a team in Buffalo that has they've been building towards this for years now, yes. and the Dolphins are kind of at the first step of that <laughs> point. I feel... I'm taking the Bills to win this game. Yeah, I am, too. I don't know about the spread. I don't know who covers it. Do you know what the... It's five and a half right now. Buffalo's the favorite. On, on the, the road. On the road. But I just think the Bills are going to win this game. Yeah, I agree. I, it's going to be a fun game to watch. I hope it's a fun game to watch. Right? I hope it's not a blowout by Buffalo. I hope Not just to say that I hope Miami is real. I just hope that this is another shootout. I mean, like, it's sad to say that the era of 14-7 to 7 or 17-14 or, or to 14 games are really exciting. That's what you want to see. Defensive. No, because now these guys... We can we we now know how good offenses can be. You want to see high scoring games. Uh, you feel bad for the old guys who are say, who are out there saying, "Oh well, teams just can't play defense anymore." Well, I don't care. This is this is everyone adapts. All leagues must learn to adapt, and this is where the NFL is right now. And I want to see Josh Allen and Tua go back and forth at it. So. I hope it's not a blowout, and even if it's not like a super competitive game, say the final score, Tom, is something like 35-21 or 38-27, to something like that, where Buffalo's never in danger of losing. If Miami's scoring, I'm happy. Yeah, I but too. But then what happens, Tom? How real—okay, so we were talking about this being a test for the Miami team. After Tua comes back from a six-touchdown performance— down by 21, four touchdowns in the fourth quarter week against the Ravens. If the Bills shut them out, say the Dolphins only put up seven or ten points, how scared are you of this Bills defense even more so than you were from the first two weeks? Terrified of yes. it. And I think that they have the potential to be that good, which is why they're a terrifying team. They're going to beat you on both sides of the ball. And that leads to a lot of fourth quarters being sat out by Josh Allen. <laughs> The Raiders and the Titans at 1 o'clock, two teams that are pretty surprising to be starting at 0-2, but one of them's going to get a win, I mean, unless they tie, but you assume that one of these teams is going to get off the schneid, and I, the Titans have looked bad in their two losses. The Raiders have looked very competitive. The collapse against the Cardinals is, you can't have that happen as a professional team, but they've looked good, and 
I'm not going to fault them for losing a close game against the Chargers in Week 1. And yeah, bad collapse against the Cardinals, but at least it was a collapse against the Cardinals and not a collapse against, like, say, the Seahawks or the Jets. So I think the Raiders of these two teams have looked the best in a slow start, but both of these teams are really digging themselves a big hole if they want to get into this heated wild card race in the AFC. I and I think honestly, I think the Raiders get the win, and I think the Titans are pretty much almost dead in the water because they're. If the three. Titans lose this game, yeah, because well, they, either team might who can like, but like, who cares if the Titans lose this game because that division is such crap that you're right. They could win the South. I I think it's only been done three times where the division winner has won the division with a losing record. Do you easily see this being the next time that happens for the AFC South this year? Oh, like a seven or an eight and nine. Yeah, yeah. I could see an eight and nine. Maybe even like a seven and ten. That'd be team. so bad. I think an eight and nine team gets in. The Jags from the South. The Jags are going eight. And nine. I don't know which of them, but I don't see any of these teams. Well, the Colts are going zero two and one because they play the Chiefs, and it's oh, in yeah. it's in Indianapolis. But it doesn't matter. They're not going to resurrect no. their season against Patrick Mahomes. Although didn't you, they you do that said, last year? Like, didn't they win a game against the Chiefs that no one thought they would? Or it was a couple. It was Colts? a random game a couple years ago last year. They beat Mahomes at Indianapolis, but that ain't happening this year. No, I that don't, team I looks don't know very, if you're very sorry. That right or not? But oh, I am. But that are. team is a sorry, sorry team right now. I think the they're probably the worst team in football, at least from what I've seen uh, in the past two games. So I don't. Out think, of that division, out of any this, division. You think they're they're one of the worst teams in the league? They're right thirty-two. Now. Or yeah, they're so or 30. bad. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Which they is... got shut out by the Jacks. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. So they'll lose that game to the Chiefs. Uh, what else we got? Eagles and Commanders in the one o'clock window. So it's here, meh. so well, okay. So here's listen to me, Tom. I'm listening. Sorry, hear me out is what I meant to say. Uh, the Eagles, we had said in our power rankings this past week, you put them in your top five. Did you not? I did. I think I put them either at either number four or number three. We really respect the Eagles, but isn't this just that typical NFC East game where you see a team say, okay, well, they're they're going to be the team to win the NFC least this year, and then they play a division opponent who's clearly less than, and they lose to that team. I kind of see this as that game. Do you, do you not? Like they struggle against the Commanders? Yes. Or it is in Washington. That uh, yep. I wouldn't be surprised if the Commanders cover six and a half points the spread, but I I don't know, man. I think the Eagles are for real. And for, I do for real too, teams don't do that. But we say so many times, dating back the last what twenty and it's a years, Carson Wentz revenge game, twenty so. years or so with this division, saying, oh well, this team is for this team coming out of the NFC East, they're for real this year, and then they still lose to the divisional opponents when they shouldn't. I I know you said it's a bland game, but. I expect that game to be a lot closer than many many probably do. Two big games in the 425 window. Rams at Cardinals, a, uh, NFC West matchup, and Packers at Buccaneers, 425 game of the week on Fox. First time in NFL history that two quarterbacks have met that have at least three MVP awards on their shelves at home. How about that? So Brady, Rodgers, Rams. It only took whatever. until they were both 60 years old. So. <laughs> no, seriously, combined, they're like 70 years old, right? They're like... Because Rodgers is Rock. 38 and Brady's 44. 43. So they're over 44, yeah. Years old. Yes. Oi. <laughs> Niners, Broncos, Sunday night football, Cowboys, Giants, Monday night Because, football. of course, that ha- of course we you have gotta to have Cowboys, Giants. Of course gotta we have, have to gotta have. Gotta have Cooper Rush, Daniel Jones. Of three primetime games per week, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night, 
at least one of them has to have Couldn't an, be Bills Dolphins? An NFC East opponent. In it. Couldn't be Bills Dolphins? Nope. We could weren't not, allowed to have Bills could Dolphins? Could not be. I mean, the Sunday the night Bills game. Bills have been playing on primetime the past two weeks, though, so you probably want to give them a break. Like, Yeah. Well, how about this? The Broncos are back at it on a primetime game. I don't want to watch that constipated offense on no, I TV again. The Niners are going to shellack them. In my they opinion. should. Yeah. They should. They're favorites on the road. They are. I, that that Broncos offense is just really that bad. All right, before we get to the triple play, the puke bowl of the week. What you got? Because there's, there's a, couple a couple of good ones. I'm going Texans Bears. Yeah, I think that's that's the, the pukiest one. of the puke bowls. Falcons Seahawks. That's another pukey puke bowl. Saints Panthers maybe. Yeah, that's probably not. That's there's your podium right yeah. there. Bears, Falcons Seahawks. Bears and Texans are the gold mm-hmm. medal. Falcons Seahawks get the silver, and Saints, then bronze is Saints yeah. Panthers. Would you put? Cowboys Giants anywhere near there because just because of the intrigue of the Giants being two and zero, and since they're going up against Cooper Rush, we could literally see the New York Giants get go three and zero to start the season. I keep that away from okay, people just because fair. of that. Well, do you put maybe as a sleeper Niners Broncos? No, because again, the Niners there's a lot of intrigue good. with Jimmy yeah. G, and I want to see Russell Wilson fall on his face or you know okay, bounce back. Fair. Jaguars Chargers is a weird one, but, but the that's Chargers are really good, and, and you the, like the upside of the Jags. Maybe the Jags prove something in that game. So is, is this is another game where if they just keep it interesting, you're saying okay. Exactly. I like the Jaguars. Like if they lose by ten, but it's like a last touchdown by Herbert, who has no ribs apparently, and they win that game, then yeah. I, I mean, first of all, that Jaguars offense is playing the way everyone expected it to, with with Trevor Lawrence leading the way and all the weapons that they have a bit available to them. So I I like this to be like a possible shootout. I where where do. Herbert maybe just runs away with it in the end. I do as well. Let's get to our triple play picks for the weekend. How do we do? I went 0 for 3 last oh, week. Oh, what were your picks? The Commanders, the Saints, and the Seahawks. Ugh, it's rough. So I have dropped to 2 and 4 on the season. You went 1 and 2 last week. Oh, that's not good. So the I'm Steelers, 2 and 4 also. The Steelers, the Ravens, and the Lions. Lions were the one that you hit on. You are 2 and 4 as so well. So we're tied. So we are not making anybody any money out there. <laughs> not not but, right now. I'm going three for three this week. Are you going first? You won, so I guess you get the first pick. Okay, here we go. I'm going to go for my first pick. I'm going to go Kansas City plus five and a half. I think minus that's five and a half. Sorry, minus not five giving and a half. you five points. No, 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 no. I'm going Kansas City minus five and a half. I think the Colts are that bad. The Chiefs are just going to keep rolling. I'm going Ravens minus two and a half in my game. Ooh. I think they beat the Patriots yeah, I think comfortably that's, that's easy. by a field goal at the very least. I think I think you're right there for that one. Um, looking around, looking around. Hmm. Here we go. Here's an interesting one. You have ten seconds. It's a pick'em game. Lions I'll go Seahawks 50. at a pick'em. That's a pick'em, huh? Even. Yeah. What a terrible game to bet on, and therefore have to have a vested interest in. I don't care. It's it's it, to me. I always want to keep it interesting, so I'm going. So you're going Seahawks. with the Falcons on the road. No, I said Seahawks. Okay, Seahawks on the road. I wrote no, down, I said Seahawks at home. I wrote down Seattle at home, so okay. you're good. In the official record book, it's not Falcons on the road. It's Seattle at home. Or Seattle You're on going the Falcons at home. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you got the Seahawks. I'm taking the Niners, minus one and a half on the mm-hmm. road against the Broncos. That Broncos offense, I think, ain't going to be able to keep up with the Niners. And Jimmy G is back and in total control of that offense. So I got the Niners winning like 27 to 10 or something like that. Okay, here's another one. I'm going to I'm gonna risk it here. I'm going to go Lions plus six. No! Is that yours? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Right, you can got, take it. No, You're no, betting no. against your Vikings. No, no, no. I think the Lions are going to cover that spread. I don't know if the Vikings don't 
maybe win the game, but... But you're going to bet against your Vikings? I'm going to bet against my Vikings. Are you also going to take it with me? No, I'm going to take the Giants minus one now. Okay. They're going 3-0, and oh, baby. <laughs> Saquon Barkley and the Giants. That was I, Those are my two picks. I was debating between those two. Giants and Lions? Yes. I'm going Giants minus you know one what's a stupid? Can I Can I change my pick em game? No. Are you sure? No. You're getting the Falcons at home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle at home. Game of the week before we wrap up. Is it either Rodgers Brady or Allen Tua? I think Allen Tua. <sighs> We've seen Rodgers and Brady so much. Yeah. Let's get something fresh. Exactly. I'm going with Allen and Tua, too. Hell yeah. And, and here's the thing, too. Sorry to Aaron Rodgers, but once again, even though you always request to play these games in Green Bay, see, oh, we'll see. Let's see these teams come into Green Bay in December and win these games. Oh, wait, San Francisco plays in California to that? Oh, okay. And they won? Oh, okay. The year before, Tampa Bay. Oh, oh, Tampa Bay is going to come to Green Bay and the they're not going to win. Tundra. Oh, oh, they're going to win and, and go to the Super Bowl? Oh, okay. Well, now you're going to play in Tampa Bay. Well, maybe this warm weather will help you win a game, Aaron Rodgers. Did you miss any of our show today? You can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts, shows like The Drive, In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, The Steelers Blitz, this show right here, The Steelers Standard, and many, many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy a Sunday of stress-free football, we, we will definitely enjoy it. Hey, you won't be able to lose twice this week. <laughs> no. Look at it that way. Enjoy the action on Sunday, Monday night football game. We'll be back again next week with some more Steelers talk. He's Jacob Recht. I'm Tom Opferman, and this has been the Steelers Standard. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.